big star out of me. Make a film about a man who's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star. Might win an Oscar, you can never tell. The movie's gonna make me a big star. Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, right here, coming to you from the campus of Cleveland Community College, C19 TV Studios. We appreciate you hanging out, letting us talk movies with you. i got a special guest um, all the way from the park bench, Greenbow, Alabama. We've got Forrest Gump. Forrest, good to see you, man. How are you? Uh, well, you know, life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> That's right, so. man. That's exactly right. The reason I'm bringing up Forrest Gump, 25 years ago. Hard to believe. 25 years ago that movie was released. That is Greg Tillman over there acting beside camera one. You can't really see well, but over his shoulder, Bernie is back, uh, back behind him there. He's hanging out in the chair behind him. You can, you can see him. He's, Am I going uh, the right way, the wrong yeah, way? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the other way was right. That's yeah. Bernie. He's hanging out with us, spending some time with us. And I do think we have our studio audience back as well. Uh, Tim, uh, do we have the studio audience back as well? Yeah, there they are, uh, studio audience. Uh, we appreciate them. And, uh, You're as Tim. excited as uh, anyone else watching That's right. right now. And Tim, back on the Tim cam, uh, we've got a new Tim cam, I think. Uh, what do you no, think? No, Tim, over uh, other camera. No. Other camera. Uh, That's, the old, That's the old one. That's the old one. There's the new one. Got, got uh, Tom, Thomas Manning back there behind you, no relation, uh, hanging out, uh, spending some time. No in relation the, to you no or relation Tim? To me. Or oh. Tim, either way. And Violet, He's going to have trouble with that camera all day. <laughs> Violet Dukes. Violet, uh, welcome back. We've had Violet on for numerous years talking about the Real to Real Film Fest. She is the festival coordinator for how many years? Fourteen. Uh, 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 Fourteen years? Yeah. She kind of gagged just thinking. <laughs> she did. No, she no, no. Thing. He stumped me. Fourteen. Fourteen. The anniversary this year is the 20th anniversary of the Real to Real Film Fest, but we always like to get Violet back in to talk about what's happening this year and uh, what we can expect uh, from this year's festival. So, so thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I feel obliged on this 20th anniversary to point out that this was partially your brainchild. Well, not my brainchild. It was Will Eskridge's brainchild. He came to me and, and asked me what I thought of the idea, and I said, I love it. And so, yeah, I'll take co-founder. I'll take co that. Co-founder. I'll take that. Uh -huh. I'll take that. Greg Tillman was part of that original yeah. uh, viewing committee, yes. the judges, yeah. and so you've done that on and off for 20 years. In the mm -hmm. beginning, I remember it was just the two of us watching movies all afternoon <laughs> one time. <laughs> well, it's been fun to see where it started and how it's continued, and that's mm -hmm. one of the things that I, that I think that, and I, I shared this with Shara Miller this week, that the festival would not have continued were it not for your efforts and your oh, work you. for the past 14 years, because you are the one that makes sure it happens. You get the volunteers together, and you never know from year to year how many volunteers you're going to have uh, and, and how strong that volunteer base is going to be. But um, talk about that process a little well, bit. Well, my job starts with making sure we get the film submissions. Um, I have to give Shara credit for coordinating the volunteers. Okay, <laughs> but, okay. Well, the, the, during the festival volunteers. Right, right, I right. coordinate the uh, volunteers who help watch films all year so that we know what we're going to watch at the festival. But... Um, Reaching out to filmmakers all over the world, I send 800 to 1,000 emails every year. Wow. I have the biggest Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Add to it every single year, trying to reach out to filmmakers all over the world. Um, and we end up with submissions from something like 21 countries. Wow. And almost as many states, I think. Um, and then I think we have 
20 plus submissions from North Carolina this year as well. So um, just working all year to get films in and then coordinating the volunteers. You guys know what that job entails. Yeah. But coordinating the volunteers to watch the films and rate the films um, throughout the whole entire year. And then right now is actually crunch time right. for deciding what's going to play at the festival. And you already know some of the films that yes. are going to play this year. We'll talk about that. Um, and uh, give us the dates of the festival. July 24th through the 27th. And it's at the Joy Performance Theater in Kings Mountain. 7 p.m. nightly. And then on Saturday, we have a 10 a.m. Kids Film Festival, which is films made for and by children. Um, at 1, we have a matinee. And at 7 p.m. that evening is our final showing of films. So. And there's also an after party available, yes. the final night, an yes. awards celebration. That's right. And that's free to everybody. And it's a lot of fun. Get to mingle with the filmmakers that come and enjoy beverages and hors d'oeuvres. You know, see who won. So yeah, I and think there's it's opportunities a lot of fun. for VIP section as yes, well. Yes, yes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that? I didn't. I've never. No one's ever brought that up to me. What does that say? <laughs> Did we not invite you to the VIP no. section? No. Sorry. <laughs> now, VIP section, you get like a private uh, server that you will do. bring you there's drinks some, and food and stuff. There's a lot of perks yeah. to the VIP ticket, actually. The VIP ticket started when the Joy Film, uh, the Joy Theater renovated. Okay. And um, if you haven't been to the festival in many years, you should come. Yeah. The Joy has yeah. been completely renovated. Um, new seats, new carpet, new paint, new everything. It's just gorgeous and comfortable. But the upstairs, which used to be storage for their haunted house, is now um, a balcony with super comfy seats yeah. and tables. And it fits 15, I think. Okay. So we sell about that many uh, VIP tickets. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, and then you get free popcorn. You get one free drink a night. One free, you know, yeah. drink of your choice, including alcoholic beverages. Okay. And you get a free, sir. I mean, a personal waiter, a server, okay. who will go fetch your popcorn and your drinks for you. Okay, Greg, you're going to sign up for that. For, a, as a server, as a waiter, <laughs> probably. It's probably how I can handle getting up there. Well, you know, Thomas is looking for a job uh, on weekends. Uh, maybe there you, he go. Can, there you go. We can do that, Tim. He found the camera at least. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's the camera. That's the camera. Um, something that, that Greg and I both have really talked about how much we love this festival in any any festival atmosphere. You're gonna have filmmakers that show up or those connected to films. Talk a That's little right. bit about that and, uh, and what people can expect this year with maybe some of the filmmakers or those connected to films for this year. Well, I'll start with saying that the film festival, film festivals have changed because the way people watch films has changed. People can now see independent films in their homes like they couldn't back when I started right. programming this festival. But you still can't get what you get at a film festival. Right. Um, film festivals are still relevant because filmmakers come, right. answer your questions, talk about their process, um, discuss with you the film, and it's special. There's an atmosphere to a film festival, and it's, it's contagious. It makes you want to go to more, and if you haven't come to it, you should bring some of your friends, you know, get a beer or a soda and some pizza, which we sell at the festival, and then you'll get that experience of filmmakers answering your questions and being there to really make the, fil the film real to you. And, and it's not just the Q&A, but also during the breaks, yeah. there's the, there, you mingle with yeah. the filmmakers. Right. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. You've enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what else <laughs> you want me to say? Yeah. Yeah, you enjoyed yes. that. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. No, it, it is interesting to get to talk to some of the people and get inside their heads, uh, understand their processes, and, and even some of the politics of getting right. films made. Yeah. Right. Know. So uh, talk a little bit about key films you want to talk about, because we're going to go to the break in just a few minutes. So any key films oh, that you yeah. want to make sure you mention? I have a super favorite key uh, film this year, okay. and it's already been accepted to the festival. So this is Violet's Choice. This, this, oh, That's a good name. That. Don't <laughs> yeah. say that. Yeah. A Violet Choice. <laughs> but I think that it's, it's going to be the one not to miss this year. Okay. And so I'll go ahead and say that it's going to play on Saturday okay. um, at, you know, that 7 p.m. screening, um, maybe not right at 7 p.m. It's called In Pursuit of Justice. And anybody that just loves crime TV shows or crime podcasts like Crime Junkie is going to... Well, my wife will be there, no <laughs> doubt. Okay. Yeah. Tell okay. her not to miss it. Um, is going to love this film. Okay. And not only that, but it's pure North Carolina. So um, it's about Greg Taylor, who was wrongfully incarcerated for 17 years here in North Carolina, uh, wrongfully convicted, um, spent 17 years in jail, and was the very first person to be freed by the Innocence Commission, um, the, what do they call it, the uh, Actual Innocence Inquiry Commission, I think, okay. um, which is a special North Carolina program wow. that um, after people have exhausted all of their um, legal remedies, appeals, appeals yes, yeah. thank you, um, if new evidence can be found, they can go before like a I don't know, an eight-person panel to see if they qualify to be seen, have their case heard by a three-judge panel. Wow. Now, the eight-person panel has to be five of the people have to agree that you move on. The three-judge panel has to be unanimous. Wow. Um, and but, it's, but it's an extra opportunity yes, that if... Yes, it's the very last possible thing. Um, and Greg Taylor was the first person to be released by this, and the film is just riveting wow. and a little heartbreaking and super informative and you want it to go on and on and on and he's coming okay. to the film wow. festival and so Great is his lawyer wow. Chris Muma who's currently working on a case um, in Charlotte just recently got um, Mark Carver um, released after eight years in prison in the Yura Yarmolenko case. So is that Saturday night? That'll play well. So in this in, in that, that slot. evening block on gotcha. Saturday night. Now this festival is not. Uh, it's documentaries. It's animation. Right. It's student films. It's professional films. Talk a little shorts, about the categories. Yes, shorts. our four okay. categories are shorts, features, animations, and documentaries. I don't know. It's not 100 percent, but I don't know that we're going to have any feature-length narratives okay. this year. Really? Um, we will have feature-length. Um, documentaries for sure, um, but just the best films that are submitted make it, and so we can't always guarantee that every category will make it. And that's what I've always loved about this festival is it's not you don't have to say okay we're going to watch at least a feature we're going to watch at least a documentary. It's like what are the best things you can present to audience members? If people wanted information about the cost, yes. the dates, and then the schedule. Realtorealfest.com, that's R-E-A-L-T-O-R-E-E-L.com. 
And fest.com. Yes, fest.com. Okay. Thank you. I'm sure it will be on your screen. Yes, it will. <laughs> but also, there'll be a silent auction, beverages and food, like I mentioned. Um, I think we're going to have a photo booth this year. Okay. Um, filmmaker Q&As, an after party. Yeah. Um, and you always have the the reel to reel uh, banner out front where people can take their pictures. Yes, from a the red banner. carpet. Yeah, That's the right. red carpet kind of stuff. That's always fun. Yes. People take advantage of that every single year that you've had that. It's super so. fun. The whole festival is fun, and it's worth coming because it's an experience. Yeah. You and can't you, get that on your couch. And you draw a crowd from everywhere, right? Yes, we get people from, you know, South Carolina, Virginia all of North Carolina. Um, Asheville used to have a film festival and doesn't anymore, so we pull a good Asheville wow. crowd okay. as well. And um, I know one of the other films that's going to make it, um, or at least a couple of the other films, are from North Carolina School of the Arts again this yeah. year. Yeah, so. yeah. School of the Arts, they always have really great product yeah. that, they, that they provide for this festival. Realtorealfilmfest.com, R-E-A-L-T-O-R-E-E-L-Fest com is where you can find out more information. Viola Dukes, our guest here. Any final thoughts before we go to break? July 24th through the 27th. Don't miss it. And some good sponsors. And this wouldn't happen without the Cleveland County Arts Council and uh, those who help provide funding for that. And there are uh, grants and, uh, and other sponsors that really help make yes. this happen. So thanks to all of those. And if you want more information, just contact Violet at the uh, Cleveland County Arts Council, and she can provide you more details. Thanks for being here. Thank Appreciate you, Noel. Any final questions before we get a break? Looking forward to it. Okay. Always. Always. Yeah, always, yeah. Uh, yeah. always worth checking out. And, and Violet's right. Uh, if you've never been to a festival, go. And yeah. we do have people that come every single year. And, um, and, and one of those was my, one of my kids' like fourth grade teacher. So uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing her there again this year. We'll come, we'll come right back after this intermission. We're going to have Thomas Manning. I want to talk about uh, a foreign language film, uh, an independent film, uh, and, and maybe even a short uh, that aren't in the festival, but we're going to keep it that festival kind of theme right after this quick intermission. They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of me. Education is our most powerful tool to improve and change our world. Hi, I'm Rhonda Benfield, your host for School Matters. Join me for a new program every other week with information from and about the students and staff of Cleveland County Schools. Discover what our schools are doing to challenge students and help them reach their full potential. You can catch us on Spectrum Cable Channel 19 or stream us live on C19.tv. Be a part of building the future. Be a welder. The welding technology program at Cleveland Community College prepares you with the science, the technology, and the skills to be a successful welder. Experienced instructors using state-of-the-art equipment train students using industry standard skills developed through classroom training and practical application. Successful graduates are in high demand and are employed as entry-level technicians in welding and metalworking industries. Learn more. Call Cleveland Community College at 704-669-4077. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. Hello and welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies. Noel T. Manning II here, uh, hanging out talking movies. Uh, I got Tim Foster back there on the Tim Cam. Uh, he's a little lonely now, but he does have Elvis Nomely. Uh, Elvis Nomely with him, keeping you non lonely. Behind you, Tim. Behind that you. Behind, he's you. behind you. Yep, there you go. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thomas is not back there. Thomas is back here in the studio with us. Thomas Manning, uh, student film critic. Good to see you, man. Thanks hey, good to see you, too. 
Uh, Greg Tillman uh, over there beside camera one. For, for years, I thought you guys were related. I had no idea <laughs> no, that you no, were. I, no relation. It's no, crazy, isn't it? Does his mother know that? <laughs> no, we can ask her. We can ask her. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, for my amazing wife, happy 25th anniversary. Thank you for putting Aww. up with me for so, so long. Uh, she recommended that we bring out the Manning Minute from 25 years ago when I was dressed in the wedding dress. Ah, you, so, look, you um, looked glowing that day. <laughs> it was beautiful. Could not believe that Chadwick's at the time, Chadwick's bridal. She looked better in the wedding dress than you did. She did. But and it wasn't the same dress, it we wasn't, should probably clarify. But my shoes, remember the shoes they found for me? They actually found size 13. No, I, I try not to it remember. It was crazy. Yeah, it yeah. was crazy. But Thomas, we're glad you're here. Uh, you were also a contributor, <laughs> contributing writer for, uh, to Elements of Madness, Douglas Davidson's uh, um, magazine, a video. No, it's not a, it's not a video it's magazine. It's a website. It's, it's a website. website. Yeah. Thank you, sir, for correcting me there. Uh, you're a contributor to that. You've also got your own uh, blog where you post movie reviews and a vlog. That is where, correct. Where you do that. So any any comments you want to make about those? Oh, uh, yeah. Find them? You can find me on uh, somewhere on WordPress. Uh, the, it's, <laughs> I believe it is themoviedown.com. <laughs> so you can find me on there. That's my blog. You can also find me on YouTube. Uh, my YouTube channel is Thomas Manning's Rundown on Movies. Okay. So. All right. So it's easy to find. Right. And you might even have guest cameo appearances from people that'll show up uh, and help you give movie reviews from Correct. time to time. Yeah, including uh, no Manning, no relation though. <laughs> you can afford him. <laughs> it's tough. Well, let's talk about uh, we're we're talking about indie films and talking about film festivals with Violet, who was on the show. We do appreciate Violet again. Uh, and you and I are going to kind of keep that going with a Sony Classics film um, that's called uh, Fall of the American Empire. This is a foreign language film. It's a French-Canadian film, and uh, it's, uh, it's an indie film. It is going to be making, uh, it is making circuit, uh, the festival circuits already, uh, and it's already making theatrical runs slowly. So let's get your thoughts on this. You, here's this 19-year-old kid who loves watching indie film. He loves watching foreign language film. He loves watching short films and documentaries. So we're glad to have you. That's that's an unusual, I think. Uh, yeah. I think I get it yeah. from my dad. But I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk to that guy. Uh, smart guy. Yeah. Smart, smart guy. So let's get your thoughts on this film. The um, storyline: There's this guy who is kind of a UPS type driver in Canada. He comes upon a robbery uh, in progress, and uh, the robbers get shot, and then there's money left, and he says, "Hmm." What should I do with it? Take it or leave it? Hmm. He takes he it. He takes it, of course. So uh, dive in. So this is from uh, director uh, Denis Arcon. I pronounced that correctly, I promise. That's and impressive. He that is, is impressive. A, he's actually an Oscar-winning director. He won an Oscar back in 2003. So 15 years later, he's still cranking out some new stuff. And uh, like you just set the premise right there. And it's a really, really interesting kind of character study of this. He's a really quirky character. He's uh, like a philosopher genius almost. He's got his doctorate in philosophy, uh, like Mr. Douglas Davidson, like we talked about. Um, and you see uh, how he turned out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when he comes across this money, he starts asking a lot of deep philosophical questions. Uh, is was this some divine providence? Uh, he'd kind of been stuck in this rut, going through some rough patches. He was almost depressed and lonely. And uh, he finds this and he's like, well, this might be a sign. Um, and so then he gets kind of caught up in a lot of different plot threads and storylines that come together. And uh, this money's kind of got, it's basically the mob's money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would, I would liken this, it's got a lot of Quentin Tarantino elements to it, where it's just a lot of 
slow developing dialogue, just people having a conversation and it fits perfectly within the context of the movie. You kind of understand what the characters are going through and uh, the dialogue is really well written. And then some of these scenes are just interrupted with this brutal violence. Uh, it's not quite as you know gory as yeah. your Tarantino stuff, right. but there is that one scene in particular yeah. that you'll know it when you see it. Yeah. It's, it's tough to watch. It's, it's, a, it's a good film. You, oh, you really, yeah. really enjoyed this. It is. Uh, I'm settling right around the B grade for it. Uh, I usually rate my rate my movies on a scale of like You're A to F. Card. That's so, what we do here. Too. Yeah, yeah. So right about a B. Um, yeah. Hip. A solid B for me as well. I think one of the things that I loved about it is you really develop a liking for this character who finds the money. Um, we've talked about Blake Snyder and the, the screenwriter who, who wrote right. the Save the Book series, and one of the things he talks about is you want to set up your hero uh, as somebody that's likable from the beginning. Get yeah. them to save a cat or do yeah. something that's likable. And Thomas, he does this throughout the film, not saving a cat, but he does things that are likable. Uh, we're going to talk uh, about a simple plan, diving into a free trip to Egypt. Free trip to Egypt is a documentary, and uh, the, the premise is, is pretty simple. Uh, there's this guy uh, who decides to offer people a free trip to Egypt, all expenses paid, if they will go and have a dialogue about faith, a dialogue about social aspects of life, and really about how we live with each other. Is that the, the, the simple way of telling the story? Oh uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, there's this man, he's, uh, he's from Egyptian descent uh, and he's actually a Swiss citizen right now. He was born in Canada. So he, he's been all over the place, of course. And uh, he is a member of the uh, Islam faith or Islamic faith. And he brings together people of all different religions. You've got uh, a Jewish couple, an older couple. Uh, you've got a trio of conservative Christians and a handful of others, and they just all come together and, you know, different races, cultures, backgrounds, religions, and they all come together to Egypt. And the probably the one of the biggest challenges was convincing these people that this wasn't some scam or anything. Uh, just some man offered you a free trip to Egypt. There's a lot of things that could go wrong there. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, early on, you see him going to a, a, a Donald Trump rally. This is before Donald Trump was elected, so it was one of those pre-presidential rallies, and he's trying to get people to, to join him, and he does. He gets uh, he gets one guy that'll join him who's former military, and also gets a police officer who was working the event to come with him on this trip to Egypt. Uh, it was a fascinating, to me, a fascinating character study of real life. And um, you see these uh, organic relationships start to form. You see the divisions that are there showing up. And what are some of the other things that really uh, impressed you about watching this unfold and the way the, the story was told? Uh, you could really, they really dived into some of the backgrounds of the characters and some of their, or the real people, not characters, real people, and some of their uh, really tough past experiences. Uh, some scenes are really heartbreaking to watch as, certain people tell their stories and tell the things that they've been through and really at the core of it is just you know we're all human and yes. all these people are human and they might have different beliefs different ideologies but at the end of the day they're they all have the same basic goals in life and uh it was really um inspiring to watch that unfold yeah there was there was one woman in particular um one of the uh, she was part of the jewish couple and you know she talked about growing up kind of loving everybody. She grew up in the, the hippie days and she was, you know, as, as far out there as you could be with the free love and, and everything that related to that. She said, but after 9-11 happened, she said she became the worst racist that she could imagine. And 
she, that's why she wanted to come and be a part of this to see if there could be changes in the way she reacted. To reset her bearings, yeah, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was fascinating to watch her journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really fascinating to watch the journey of several of the others as well. Other thoughts you want to make sure you dive in and, and share about this particular movie? Um, you could really just see some, some of these people's hearts were really changed over yeah. the course of the trip. Um, and I almost wish that we could have seen an extra 20 to 30 minutes of this. Uh, it was right at an hour and a half long. Yeah. And I feel like they could have even dived in deeper. Uh, of course, that's probably budgetary constraints, right. logistical constraints. Uh, but what we did get was really empowering, and yeah. uh, I, I would love to see more. What was your rating for this? Uh, I gave it a solid B+. Plus. Yeah, I, I gave it a solid B. I, I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, I, I, I did not feel it was too long. I felt you could have added more to it. I did feel like it ended a little oddly, um, but that was really one of the few drawbacks I had. But a you know, feature-length documentary, that's tough to watch for some people, but yeah. fascinating, yeah. fascinating. You know, we're, we're actually in a kind of a golden age for documentaries, aren't we? I mean, I just not that long ago, you had Earl, Moore, Earl Morris and Michael Moore, and that was about it. Yeah. But now there's great documentaries popping up all the time, all the time. everywhere. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got a chance to watch that. Uh, quickly, I want to just make sure we talk about this uh, other film called Sides of the Horn. Uh, it is a 17-minute short film. It's not a documentary, but it's do- got documentary elements. It looks at the, um, the poaching trade for rhinos in Africa. And it looks at uh, those who are on the side of wanting to basically take the rhinos for all they're worth so they can have money for their families. And then those who are trying to protect the species and protect, protect what's right. From the very opening shot, you just see this wide shot of the African savanna, basically. And you hear the rustling of the grass, the blowing of the wind over it, and all the crickets and uh, birds and everything. So you can, it really feels authentic to the African environment. It was a very thought-provoking story. Uh, You've got one man who's basically doing a very illegal activity, but he's doing it to provide for his family because they're incredibly poverty-stricken and they're basically starving to death and his wife is sick and he feels this is the only way to support his family is to hunt rhinos for their uh, ivory and if he doesn't do that then then what's going to happen to his yeah, family? Yeah, exactly. And then on the other side, you've got the man, uh, his brother, who's he's, he's a ranger, and his job is to protect the rhinos, but at what does he do when his brother gets in the way of that, right. uh, when that's his family too? Yeah. And it was just very, uh, it really made you think about some things. It was a wonderful story. I mean, it's, it's amazing that in a 17-minute film, you can capture so many emotion, so much quality filmmaking, and just an amazing piece. Where can you find this film? There's a website, um, and uh, I will send you that, and you can put that online. It's, right. uh, it's a, uh, you can find it. You can also find interviews with the filmmakers, uh, but I'll make sure I share that with you. But it's called Sides of the Horn, uh, if you want to check it out and, uh, and, and reach out and see that. It's making the festival circuits and a solid, solid film, uh, a solid A rating for me for this film. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, A. Hey, Redding. Thomas, thanks for being here. We'll, we'll have you back uh, some this summer as well. Any final thoughts, uh, Greg? No, I just, I, for years, I thought you guys were related. I'm still, <laughs> mine's still kind of blown still from that. Still processing. I, yeah, yeah. So is Catherine related to either of you guys? Uh, who? 
Uh, never mind. No. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have to get you anything for your anniversary. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, or Father's Day, right? Yeah, Father's Day. <laughs> Thank you, just Well, Thomas, thanks for being here. Uh, ElementsOfMadness.com is where you can find uh, some of his written reviews. And uh, also, you can uh, search for him uh, for uh, YouTube. And uh, there's a blog he's got he, he's somewhere on WordPress. Uh, we'll, make sure we, we'll make sure we get the, uh, the right time if we get you back next time. Quote of the week, we will uh, leave you with a quote of the week. This comes from the Netflix film that I really like that I've been talking about called Always My Maybe. You know, at some point in life, all of us have to take a chance on something. Really like that. So don't always play it safe is what that quote has to say. Tim, back there on the Tim Cam, you're looking solid. You're looking great this week, man. You look crystal clear. Uh, I, I just, I don't even know what to say, man. It's the temptation eyes are getting stronger every single day. Was that new high resolution camera a good idea? I don't Tim? know. I don't know. But for Elvis Nolmsley, he's looking, uh, he's looking uh, pointedly uh, awesome this, this week. Well, until next time, we really appreciate it. You can email us at info at c19.tv, and you can download the podcast at wgwg.org. If you want to look at this online, you can do that at c19.tv. Until next time, for everybody here at the Meet Me of the Movies uh, cast and crew from the studios here at C19, that's a wrap. Hey,